Mr. Pimp, with your stable of girls, I really don't want you in here in my business in this manner. Man, you let politics ruin, or rather control your whole life, man, you're gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy, and they hate their neighbors. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Underground for episode 105. I am joined once again by Joseph. Wild West pimp style. Nations. And I'm your other host, David. Sexual Tyrannosaurus. Lacey. And this is the show where every week we remind you. Politics ruins everything. Man, vacation really uh, did, did, did good for me with that one. I think it did, didn't it? Yeah, that was pretty smooth. That was pretty smooth. One of these days, I th- I think I'm just gonna put some sort of like completely recorded intro together so that I don't have to do that every week. <laughs> it's just I have to hit one button, it'll play through everything, and then we can get started. Uh, I'll have to like chime in with the episode number. Yeah, right. but that'll be about it, and I'll, yeah, I'll no. let the rest of it just absolutely play out so I can make it sound really really good and upfront or whatever. Uh, well, Joseph, hi. It's been a couple weeks it has been a couple of weeks eventually i'll get around to recording the value for value segment so we can just have a consistent you know uh, audio piece that we can just insert when when you edit i should say uh, but yeah has it been too bad man i mean speaking of value for value for those who don't know and who are new we do a value for value system here which means whatever value you think you're getting from us and you know, with our podcast, our social media, our YouTube page, you can return to us and the value that you choose via your time, talent, and treasure. Go to our direct.me link in our show notes, and there you'll find our PayPal link donation, uh, our PayPal link, so you can donate. Uh, and all we are asking for is a dollar. If you can do more, great, but we're just asking for a dollar reoccurring a month payment. You can include a note with any donation that you give us and we'll read it live on air as well also we have our bitcoin wallet address if you feel like donating any satoshis or bitcoin Uh, and then you can donate to us in the form of your time and your talent so if you come across any interesting articles or clips videos you can send them to us and if we think they're interesting and and you know to be on the podcast then we will put them on you can also if you know, you want to do any artwork for us, any editing, just in, whatever talent you think you have and you want to provide back to us, then you can give it to us. And then our plan is eventually be able to get the credits for people who donate to us or in any in, in via your time, talent or treasure. And that way you can put it on your resume and people can call us. We can vouch for you. And so that's the goal in order for us to get there. We need those donations to start coming in. We think that our work is worth something if you're listening. So if that means you can give us monetary donations, if you can share our podcast, download our episode, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Odyssey, Rumble, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. We're not on Facebook, uh, but yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be real. The biggest thing is would be donations currently. Yes. Uh, I mean, like, I don't want to, like, dance around the topic. Uh, whatever you guys think that the show is worth, 
uh, consider that the value that you could be giving monthly or, you know, whenever the mood strikes you or you have the ability to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for everything you've been doing. I mean, I was just checking the numbers, like despite the fact that we've been off for a week, the downloads are still there. And I, I think what's happening, and this is, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it. And I, I think this is a good thing. Uh, the numbers lag a little bit for us right now. Mm-hmm. So people are downloading the episodes and then they're not listening to them right away. Yeah. Uh, so they're just behind and they're catching up with the content. Um, so it's yes. just, there's a bit of a lagging indicator. Uh, and then over time, uh, those numbers are starting to get another jump or whatever. Dude. Uh, so it's we have 2,500 all time downloads. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you a month ago or two, that was just over a thousand. Yeah. So the last two months we've gotten slightly over 500 downloads. Yeah. And which is really, really good. Pivot. 77 downloads uh-huh. our last one 50 i mean yeah dude i've I been think. really impressed even some of our even the the more uh polit like socially politically driven episodes have actually been doing better they they're lower which isn't a surprise yeah uh, since we we mainly advertise our entertainment portion of our podcast on our social media and youtube and stuff exactly and part of the reason that we do that is because we just can't be bothered to deal with the blowback from the internet yes i just don't want to deal. i honestly i don't want to deal with it i don't want to put on tiktok i don't want to deal with the comments i don't want to deal with getting videos taken down on youtube and uh you know so on so it's just a lot easier we put the entertainment stuff up front uh you know some of our opinions make or make our their way into that as well uh yes and then if people want to hear about some of this other stuff that we're talking about the podcast episodes are right there to download and listen to oh Uh, by the way just to let you know I've been uploading stuff to our uh, all of our YouTube to Rumble, and we have over twenty something views on Rumble now. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, too funny. Our highest grossing one is six, and that's Star Warriors review. Six. That's amazing. <laughs> Rumble, man, I'm telling you, I think they. I mean, maybe it's just we haven't been as much but i think it's more so politically driven i think one of these things that and and maybe it's just me and maybe i'm wrong but odyssey of rumble could differentiate themselves it's gonna do something crazy (laughs) everybody wants to know what i would do if i didn't win i guess we'll never know (laughs) (laughs) it's just like freaking you know, not just only advertise or promote po- political content. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I, right, that's the problem with a lot of those. People go to those places because they're looking for like edgy political content. Yes. Not, hey, we liked the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Or like this trailer or something like and, that, and, you and, know? Yeah, and that's the thing is... You, we talk about it all the time, but we're kind of looking for our people, and and part of that is that I I want to be able to do longer discussions about movies or television shows and mm-hmm. breaking stuff down and why stuff works and why stuff doesn't. Uh, and it's one of the reasons we were talking about this on the phone, but it's like it's one of the reasons I don't care. I mean, we do it because hopefully it gets people to to our content and they like the stuff that we're putting out in these long form things. Um, but I just don't care as much for the 
the short ter- the short form stuff because it's really forgettable. Like you, mm-hmm. it's entertaining in the moment, and then you move on to the next thing, and you've already forgotten about it. Yep. Whereas with this kind of stuff, and and with what we do generally on YouTube, we're able to break things down. We get to talk about it a little bit longer. Um, our full ideas get to be out there. So, uh, whereas like a 20 second clip isn't going to give you necessarily the full context even though I, I know you and I both have tried to do the best that we could to make things sound correctly you know and it's yeah. not like we're trying to like mess with people or um, you know whatever the case may be but it's really hard to have those conversations because you don't get to hear the full the full context yeah. um, and I think sometimes I think that's part of it because it adds to the drama yeah uh, which is what tiktok like feeds off of in particular yeah. tiktok that's it's it, that's his focus it's yeah. drama for sure all right well anyway let's go ahead and get into these topics because we have quite a bit to talk about uh you threw this one in at the last minute so did you want to just mention this uh, yeah I thought, the this show was, notes? I thought this was hilarious go to our show notes if you want to check it out or just go to twitter and go to andrew bates he is the white house deputy press secretary I'm, you know, obviously it wasn't just him that was in on this, but he, someone, I'm assuming him because he posted it, made a meme and apparently the past 10 days for whatever reason or 12 or whatnot, uh, a meme that's been going on is the dark Brandon rises <laughs> and the eagle that's in the background and also behind the dark Brandon rises title is the freaking third Reich. Uh, <laughs> what's so weird is like morons. yeah what were they why did they put that there they couldn't they 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 couldn't find the original background i, I don't I did they really think that that was the original one i hang on i want to look this up but i yeah okay yeah, it's so funny to me i died laughing when i saw that i'm i was just thinking really Y'all couldn't... That had to be intentional. There's no way you put the Third Reich Eagle without that being intentional. Or bird. I don't know if it's an eagle, but... Yeah, it's not even the same... Nope. It's like an off-brand... What in the world, dude? Yeah, it is an eagle by the way. Yeah. The I, I guess that they were trying to do an eagle because like the bald eagle and no one, <laughs> no one looked at it and went, Hey man, that might not, not work. <laughs> they're supposed to have people. For, they're supposed to have PR people for this. Yeah. These check marks, That's man, different. which by the way, people breaking news, Trump's house in Florida and Mar-a-Lago is being raided or has been raided by the FBI, which is funny to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I told you before, like, they're going to melt this Trump stuff. Of course they are. You know, before, you know, as much as they can before the midterms, right, they're trying to do everything and anything yeah. they can because they're just going down a vortex of, of trouble. And so, you know, this whole thing with Trump, I mean. They just passed that massive uh, spending bill. That's yeah, supposed to stop inflation. Yeah, the Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah. And so this whole thing with Trump is clearly just a political hit job. And so that's kind of how I see the stuff with Alex Jones and Steve Bannon and stuff. Whatever mm-hmm. we may think about them and their positions and their views, 
is one thing, but this just seems clearly just they're trying to go after the you know anyone with ties. To right. The Alex Jones thing is funny because I was at the beach when it happened, and you know I have a lot of uh, liberal friends, and uh, a portion of them I know because we go to the beach at the same time, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, Alex Jones is going to have to pay forty-five million dollars out to uh, this family or whatever," and I went, "Hmm, that's a little odd." It's like that seems like a lot of money, and and, and you know it, it's ever since obviously no agenda played a big part in this, but ever since we started doing the show, anytime anyone says something that like blatant, and yeah. they clearly have like a bias on the situation, I immediately go like, I need to see if this is actually correct. Uh, so I looked up uh, how because I knew there were like limitations on how much a payout can actually happen mm-hmm. uh, when you get sued for for something. Uh, there's not all the time, but a lot of the time on these sort of things, they have cutoffs. So they may say like, oh, it's sued for this. But in reality, when the process finally goes through, it's sometimes not even nearly as close, yeah. uh, which seems to be the case with this 45 million. And that this is basically just a, uh, like you were kind of saying like a hit, it's a hit job in it to a degree to kind of like warn people. Uh, from these sort of things but mm-hmm. it was really funny because a lot of people I, I was around I was in there reading Lord of the Rings just trying to mind my own business but of course like you know I can't help myself but like listen in uh, and they were like well is it enough to put him out of business and they're like no but it'll it'll hurt him really bad I'm like nah dude this is just going to pot, put the flames on I was like y'all don't yep. I, I was like, they don't understand do they I, I was like I don't know if y'all understand like it doesn't really matter like it doesn't matter that, that pendulum not only that but that pendulum Swings back. He's, you know what I mean? Sure, but he's also significantly more popular than he was back when the Sandy Hook stuff was going on. Mm-hmm. So he it, it, he doesn't need he doesn't need all of these mainstream sources, and and that's something that a lot of people, um, even some some of the younger people on, on who are considered more lefty, they really don't understand this. Uh, basically, like alt media at this point. Or secondary, you could call it secondary economy, sort of, you know, the kind of stuff that like Eric July is trying to do with the new comic books. Um, They still see everything from a, we have our uh, news channels, Mm -hmm. they're the news, everything else is conspiracy, Uh, you know, these are the professionals, right? It's that appeal to authority argument that comes up a lot. Um, And I just, I find it really interesting. I just, I I think that... um, it's no, and uh, like you said, I, no matter what anybody thinks of Alex Jones, because like he de- that Sandy Hook stuff was terrible, um, yeah. and I'm pretty sure he was like he was like on some stuff when that was going on. Like immediately, yeah. the first thing I thought of was like SSRIs. Oh yeah, and I was like he was on some sort of antidepressants, and they were making him go crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, sorry. I mean, what were you saying? The, my whole thing is I, I hate the Democrats. It seems like they keep putting us into a position to have to. You know, not necessarily defend Trump, but put things in a better context because no one wants ever wants to find themselves. Yeah, at least we don't want to find ourselves. Oh, we we want to find ourselves pointing out the truth, both when it has to do with Democrats and Republicans. Absolutely. And then the and then the falsehood and what's it looks what it looks like from our our perspectives perspective. And so this whole thing with Trump, it just seems like the Democrats are doing everything they falsely claim Trump would do. And yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just this, I can't remember. I mean, the FBI rating any president before yet alone, you would have thought they would have rated Hillary Clinton. You know what I mean? You would have thought with everything with that. Uh, yeah. More would have gone down. Of course we know why they didn't. Well, it, yeah, it goes back to the fact that like 
Trump was not part of the political class. Yeah. So he's he wasn't not, a part he of wasn't, the establishment. Right. He wasn't Bush. He wasn't Cheney. He wasn't like Clint, any of the Clintons. wasn't the Obamas. Um, all of them understand how the game is played. And uh, Trump, for the most part, didn't care. Uh, and that's why the rumor, right, or like the the rumbling among among folks, is it like he's gonna come in and and like get revenge or whatever? And I'm like, we'll see. Yeah, right. We'll see. This is the thing. Is like people are like, oh, you know, the the Democrats are gonna get blown out in um, what is this? The primaries or the yeah yeah the uh what the House and the Senate yeah elections. so so this the elections that are November. coming up. And I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, I actually agree with you. I think that is what's going to happen. I was like, but what do you think is actually going to change? I was like, they'll, Dude, they'll. I don't even know if that's going to happen because Democrats have been gaining ground in the polls. Yeah. Now, this is the thing. Most polls. Yeah. Keep in mind, I, most yeah. polls when they ha- they typically have Democrats ahead. I'm talking about when you look at the literally just every poll out there typically have Democrats ahead. The fact that they have Republicans ahead or even tied shows that more than likely Republicans wouldn't end up walking away with more. But again, I yeah. think like even if there was a red wave, right, that people keep saying a red uh, tsunami yeah, and all I don't this know stuff, about that. what what actually are the Republicans going to do? Right. You I, know I, what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think it's I think that the economy and gas and all of the crap that's going on around the world, there are enough people who have uh had their eyes opened to this yeah and things are bad enough for enough people uh that you're probably going to see it turn uh during it's the midterms that's not the yeah the midterms is the term i was looking for uh sorry guys i'm still on beach brain um i just want you know what i truly do want i want the republicans to gain a super super majority (laughs) mind you in the senate and in the house just so we could see if they do anything if they actually do anything, you yeah. know what I mean? Because then it won't well, matter last if, time. If, if Joe Biden vetoes something, it won't matter. They're, the filibuster won't matter. They'll be able to do literally whatever they want in the House and the Senate. Yeah, And uh, it, and they won't have to play ball at all with the Democrats. And this is the problem. Most Republicans, and this is why Trump got popular, this is what the establishment Republicans fail to see, is that most Republicans don't fight. The Democrats say what you want about them and their policies and, and how they view the world and all that stuff. At least they freaking fight. They're dirty. They, yeah. yeah. They're, I mean, I don't think the, the answer is for Republicans to be dirty, but they'll fight for what they believe in. Yeah. And so there's a level of respect. <laughs> what gets them elected, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Whatever gets them elected. Uh, but, I like, mean, in re- it's just. Yeah. You, do you think in reality that Nancy Pelosi gives a crap about Taiwan? No. No, you know what I mean? Crap about anyone, yeah. Except for Nancy. And yeah, what, except for AMD money. stock. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think this is just. Well, and we'll see. It'd be interesting to see if the Republicans get that, and you know, especially if a lot of these Trump candidates win, these American First candidates, yeah, and stuff. So and man, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, I've got a. We're, we're going to talk about. Is it? It is Brittany Grimes, right? That was her name, or is it? Did I get her name wrong? Um, yeah. We're going to talk about Griner. Griner. I thought I got her name wrong. Um, sorry. I, it's just in the show notes. Um, I don't know why I put Grimes. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we're going to get to Ooh. that or whatever. But with that story, too, I've seen so many people that are, like, celebrating her being, like, thrown in prison for this. And I'm like, y'all. I know, Stop. Dude. And we're going to talk about it because yeah. I, I got I got a, a clip for it or whatever. Well, before you... But, 
before you go, before we move on to the next topic, yeah. I just got to say, with Ron DeSantis, my concern with Ron is that a lot of Trumpians like him and a lot of the establishment people like him, yeah. like Jeb Bush, Marco Rubio, so on and so forth. Some of, them, and that, some of that could be that he, I, and I'm not really defending DeSantis because there's a couple things that I, I disagree with him on. I, but I, honestly, at this point, I think that, um, I was going to say some of that might be because he's good at politicking. Yeah, he's way better at it than Trump is, and so he yeah. might it might be why they like him better. It's you know you yeah. hear that thing where he's like Trump light or whatever. Yes. Um, but I, I think, and um, I, I heard this on a, a podcast last week that something that I, I tend to agree with at this point, anything is better than where where we're at right now. I, I'm with, I, I'm probably not voting for him. Um, one way or the other, like I've got my yeah. mind made up for the most part about that stuff at this point Me too. but him getting into office is at the moment one either he or trump getting back trump getting back into office or desantis getting into office in 2024 or getting voted in in 2024 uh is probably better overall for the state of where we're at right now than continuing to move forward with the current administration I mean, there, dude. I'm sure you've seen yep. some of those those videos of the, the of the press secretary. Oh yeah, and it's just like that. Like the one, the guy was asked, "What's that dude's name?" The the one who's always asking questions in there, but oh, Ducey or something. Yeah, he was asking about the wall. Yeah, and just and and she's just like, "We're not building a wall. We're not." And he's like, "Oh, okay, fixing, finishing, like building." I, you know what I mean? And and so. It doesn't take much, and it doesn't take you having like political like political partisanship to see that there's a lot of weird stuff going on. Um, and I, man, I'm I'm surprised. Like I I didn't think it was going to get crazier than it than it was with like the Trump stuff. And it's not getting yeah. covered the same way, but it's it's as crazy, if not more so. Just like all the all the crazy things going on. Like apparently the guy that they they blew up last week, the. Uh, Zwari or whatever you know in Afghanistan apparently he's been killed a couple times before <laughs> yep <laughs> so allegedly so I was just and that was a thing I heard that happen and I went okay the first reaction of course was how many how many kids did they get which is yep. terrible yep but that was the first thing and then the second thing was okay are we sure he's dead are they sure they got him and then I started seeing the stuff come out about like the potential extra casualties on top of this and then the um, the other one of like, yeah, they they've gotten this guy before. Like, there's articles of this guy getting killed in, during the Trump administration, um, and that was the same thing with Abu Baghdad Abzari or whatever when um, uh, Trump was in. That this guy has apparently been killed multiple times over the yeah. years. <laughs> I'm just curious with this freaking search warrant, you know, and then everything with this whole Trump having his house raided. Like, how would you even do a fair trial for Trump in America? Because everyone's going to know about him. Like, one way or the other, people are going to have an opinion on him. Yeah, and I, I just don't see how you can get a jury that's going to be that's not going to be biased. It, that's if it actually actually would yeah would go actually to went it. That far. Yeah, uh, I and I, I'd be surprised if that happened. You're right. I think it really is just more of this political nonsense. Witch hunt. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, because they're, ter- gotta- they're terrified. Oh, they are terrified. Of him getting back into office, even if he doesn't really plan on doing a whole lot. 
But I don't know. It really could go either way. Like, I don't even know. He could go back and, and just be the, the January 6th Trump. Doesn't, you know, doesn't say much. Doesn't go out with a bang trying to get people, you know, pardoned or whatever the case may be. Uh, or he could come in and, and really potentially do what he promised to do the first time and, like, clean clean house with a lot of these people. Um, How funny would it have been if uh, DeSantis... Why intervened or all this? I know. I know. Guy, like, had his sheriffs outside or would have stopped the FBI or whatot. That would have been funny. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for people to finally see how much of a criminal organization the FBI and CIA are. Bro, it's getting there. It's still not fully there. And nah. we'll, we're actually going to talk about that in a little bit too with old Mr. Cruz. But all right. Um. So first thing I want to talk about because I think this is hilarious. Um. It, two things. Uh. One, I'm going to play this clip so that people um can hear brett's voice um, she's everywhere right now um super popular she works for the daily wire she's like 23 24 you know attractive girl the daily wire knew exactly what they were doing when they hired her mm-hmm. i mean this was probably one of the smartest moves that they've made ever yeah um and so i'm gonna play this because the story about taylor swift is kind of funny but it's the story that's surrounding like her right now that I think is even funnier. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to play this clip and then, or part of this, cause it's about two minutes. I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but, uh, and then I want to, I want to talk about like the comment section and some stuff that's been going on. It's really good. Last week on July 29th, the yard released a report on the celebrities that emit the most CO2 emissions using their private jets. I was expecting the Kardashians to be at the top of the list, especially Kylie, because there's all of those headlines and memes about how she, you know, uses her private jet for like a two minute flight and that kind of thing. She did not even crack the top 10. Number one was Taylor Swift, because as of last week, she had taken 170 trips on her private jet, which is not the most in trip number out of everybody, but she had the largest flight time. I think she had accrued like 20 days on her private jet. And we're only on day 217 of this year, and she's already flown 170 days out of the year. Okay, so that's that's her. Yeah. The thing that's been going on right now, and I haven't... Sh- I should check her YouTube channel, but I bet it's the same thing. She has been given uh, the moniker of News Mommy. <laughs> so, like, you read through her comments, right? Mommy, News Mommy. Uh, can't with the mommy comments. Uh, thank you for the, thank news, you for the mommy. news, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, thank you, news mommy. Thanks, news mommy. Mommy, for I real. I agree, mother. Information disclosure. Oh, Bay Shapiro. <laughs> mommy, sorry, mommy. Yeah, so, yeah, News Mommy, all caps. So it's, this is like her, this is the thing now. And every time one of her videos shows up on my timeline, I, the first thing I do is hit the comments because I'm like, I want to <laughs> see if this is still a thing. Um, so, yeah, really, really funny. Um, and it makes, it again, like I said, it makes a lot of sense because uh, she, she's she got a good voice. She's well-spoken. Um, yes. she's, she's got that, like, Gen Z thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, like, sharp. Uh, but you know she does. She's not m- a million words a minute, Ben Shapiro, right? And so there's a lot of people who connect with her. I think you know they're really going after that that younger generation with her. Which I this is that thing. This is the thing that we have always talked about, right? And this is something mm-hmm. that the right has been terrible at. Uh, 
for we uh, we'll say conservatives more than the right, but conservatives have been terrible about for years, and it's that they just could not hit the um the youth the youth hit um, the culture in general, but yeah. especially the youth. Yeah. So round of applause for the Daily Wire. Yeah, I, good on the I, like honestly, like Brett, Brett, they found a gold mine with Brett Cooper. She's almost got a yep. million followers on or subs on YouTube. Um, oh wow! Yeah, she's killing it, and so it's it's just so interesting to see because, like I said, this has always been that thing. It's there is somewhat of a, a cultural culture war going on um, within like the political spectrum, and for the longest time they've had just these like kind of fat, sweaty old men on the air, and mm-hmm. they're they're constantly you know they don't understand memes, they don't understand like gaming culture movies like the whole deal she looks like a republican too. yeah she really does super clean cut <laughs> yeah. super um, republican woman yeah uh but yeah that's you know how like democratic women and republican women just have a look about them a lot of them do yeah when, when it comes <laughs> to the when it comes to the internet yeah when it comes to the internet though you're not wrong uh there is a a certain image that it comes to mind one way or the other um, yeah activist versus not if you will she's only been uploading to youtube i think since five months ago Uh i wish we had a whole machine behind us like this yeah no kidding come on daily wire (laughs) you want (laughs) to promote some ancaps yeah 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 yeah. you guys need a little extra diversity on your your, uh in your channel yeah um but anyways yeah seriously it's 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 pretty crazy um, and I, I again the news mommy thing just it absolutely it, I crack up every single time uh, that pops up. Um, okay, so the next story I just I, I found this kind of interesting. This was a uh, just from a podcast. This was a clip that I found online. Um, TikTok has actually been surprisingly good recently with the clips, mm-hmm. better than anywhere else. Um, and it also means that I don't have to scan through hours of stuff. Yep. To find things. Um, but I just wanted to play this because I thought it was kind of interesting. So. To, to confirm or dispel this idea that they're far-right white supremacist movement. So, yeah, uh, 36% of our sample of 151 uh, male incels uh, were of colour, people of colour. And it was a largely US and UK sample, so that is disproportionate. If fewer incels were white than we would, we would expect by chance. Um, the, the, the idea that they might be white supremacist and uh, far-right always struck me as a little bit odd, because incels are very concerned online with what they see as the racism of the mating market so they think that dating is quite racist and there is perhaps some statistics that bear that true and so it seems a very unusual thing for a bunch of white supremacists to be concerned about racism on the dating market right so and so just so i didn't know that william can we just double click on that quickly before i want to hear all the data as well when you say they're concerned about racism what, what what do you mean so they're they're highlighting what they see as the unfairness of the dating market in uh, every sort of way they can see. But one of the ways is that they say, oh, it's quite racist. People's uh, dating preferences are somewhat racist. So uh, the idea that some races do particularly better in dating than others, it seems a strange thing if you were a white supremacist you would not have an issue with that, but they, they do. They're, they're concerned okay. about that. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Anyway, please carry on. So uh, we wanted to kind of investigate the, 
the political attitudes a little bit more. Um, and it wasn't the main finding of our study, but we did ask one question about political attitudes. And 39% uh, and said they were right-leaning, 17% said they were centrist, and 45% said they were, uh, roughly 45% said they were left-leaning. So um, not what we expected to find, given what the media kind of reports. But if you think about it, with incel rhetoric being quite based around uh, redistribution of sexual <laughs> access, mm. <laughs> and it maybe makes sense from an extreme left-wing point of view. We wanted to confirm or dispel this idea that they're far oh, right. Um, yeah, so I, we haven't really talked about incels in a while. No, um, we haven't. And uh, I just kind of thought that was interesting because I was like, oh. It makes sense. I've always kind of more so recently have thought that you know, there's probably more incels that identify, you know, with left-leaning agendas than right-leaning. I think, you know, anytime you see something characterized in the media, it's safe to say that's probably not true. And it's, generally speaking, probably going to be uh, different. I wasn't expecting, though, it to be more than right-leaning people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because of so you, you grow up, you know, at least for me and you, when we've grown up and up until now, it's mainly been if you're an incel, you're right-leaning. That's kind of narrative. But when he put it like that, when you think about it, most of the time when you see incels, they are talking about the redistribution of, you know, sexuality or, you know, sex. And uh -huh. it, it, yeah, they well. think they think they should be like basically assigned someone. And yeah, there's yeah. a lot of weird stuff that goes on in that. Um, and yeah, it's I mean, it, it, to a degree, it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, get healthy people. Uh, yeah. Uh, like stop blaming others for your own mistakes. Stop blaming your past. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't let your past control your future and your present. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I I'm I, I'm sure the uh, algorithm is going to start sending more of that stuff my way. So if any more of those clips start popping up, oh, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll I'll play them. I just um I I've always found that that movement kind of interesting um, because they get. Uh, you know made fun of a lot and sometimes for mm -hmm. good, for good reason um but it, it kind of made sense if you think about it like even right now with the with the abortion ban stuff abortion ban stuff or the you know the supreme court essentially just being like we're not dealing with this anymore it's a state issue mm -hmm. uh, which is what it was what really happened despite what everybody was saying um you see all these like women coming out that are like i'm cutting people off or whatever and i'm just like bruh who who's doing that <laughs> I guess there's right. like I guess it, it and must then this be big movement of men getting uh, for uh, vasectomies for women. Yeah, I, no. yeah. I guess so. There's like there must be people out there that it's just like they've their standards are just completely different from from mine. Um, because it's just like oh no, I think I'd rather just be alone. No, <laughs> like no, thank you. Um, it really is. There is truth to that. You know that. I've, you know that it's better to be alone than with a quarrelsome man or woman. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think I had, I don't remember if we were talking about this one time, but I was like, "Don't stick it in crazy." <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you see that too. Like it, the internet's so fascinating with a lot of these things. Because uh, I know I think Auburn Preach covered it, but like they had this video of a guy who was like bringing f food to his kid, um, to the like the baby mama or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the one kid was his, yep. and she had like two or three other kids. And she's like, "Why didn't you bring food for the rest of them?" And it's like, "Well, they're not his responsibility. Like, they're not his kids. You're not together." And it's like that situation's already messed up. 
And it's like, you know, you just look at that stuff and you're like, man, like, that is such a headache. Um, I just kind of thought that, that it's a lot of that kind of stuff where it's it, it's just like the weird expectations that come from different groups of people. Um, and it's hard enough. I mean, like ever since COVID, I think we've talked about this too, but like ever since COVID things have, like dating sucks. Like, yeah. a, like a lot. Um, it, it's like, it, I, I think it used to be that people were willing to overlook certain aspects of someone else, but now there seems to be this case that everyone has a very, very specific thing that they want. Mm -hmm. And they're not able to find anybody that's like that. Yep. Um, Is I think, you know, I heard, actually funny that you mentioned Alvin Preach. I heard Alvin mention it recently. Like sometimes he's felt like when he's going out on dates that, you know, there's this cardboard cutout of him beside him that the one that you know the woman has imagined in her mind as uh-huh. far as like what she wants and the man he's like can can you just get to know me and my flaws like my yeah. good qualities and then just talk yeah. to me so i definitely understand well that's what it that's what it used to be about was like going eating go, you know doing some sort of activity whatever the case may be spending time together getting to know that person um over a period of time uh, and then s- deciding if the relationship should go further. Whereas now it's like an assembly line thing. It seems like whether you're using dating apps or not, it seems like an assembly line thing where it's just like, okay, eh, probably not, right? That that didn't go very well. Or it's like, mm, that wasn't what I was expecting. So like I'm moving on to the next thing. And it, and I just, it's it, I legitimately, dude, it's why I miss like school and stuff like that because you got to just hang out with people a lot more mm-hmm. often in non uh commitment style settings <laughs> yes yep i know exactly what you mean yeah where it's like i don't know man like i, I just think there's a lot of people that um have such high expectations now yeah across the board and you're like i don't know you're like it's like it's it's like extremes either they're too high or they're too low yeah like there's nothing like kind of like this balance mm-hmm. and i'm sure like I don't, I would have, I've never met an incel in real life, so I don't, I don't know for certain, um, but I would be really curious to talk to one and be like, okay, so like, do you just stay inside all day? Uh, do you have like a fear of talking to people? Like uh, really talking to one and not just like listening to what people are saying about studies or what people are saying on the internet um, to try to figure out what was going on in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know, I've, I've, I know people who uh, they just have, social anxiety or they they can't properly communicate and what's weird about that is i've known people who are like that that ended up fine but there's also people that's just like oh i you know it's like no matter what they do, they can't seem to get out of this like cycle of, of that never really working out. And it's it's really hard because I don't know what kind of advice to give them. Yeah, you know? I know what you mean. Um, so, and, and you know, everybody has their issues. Like for me, the one that, that I, I dealt with for a while was that like I just like, I was like oblivious to stuff. Mm. Like I, I, it would be a situation where I'd be like into a girl and we'd be talking and like, and there I would look back on it and because I've always been, I've always been like much slower with things. Like I want to, I want to actually like get to know somebody. Um, 
you know, it's like I'm way too old school and traditional in, in some ways, I think, for modern dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would I would take my time, like getting to know someone, whatever, and then like it wouldn't work out or they'd find somebody else. And I'd look back at certain situations and I'd be like, oh, I was supposed to ask her out right there. Yeah. And I was just I really stupid. I was just stupid. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> Dude, it happens. Um, I've had so many of those moments too. Yeah. Or like, oh, uh, like there have even been times where it's like, oh, that girl was into me. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even realize it. Um, yeah. So a lot of the times when I've had those instances, it's worked out for my benefit though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Thank you, God, for letting me, you know, not in the sense to speak bad on the other person, but in the sense of we just wouldn't have worked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. I wouldn't have been good for her. She wouldn't have been good for me. Yes, I agree. And uh, anyway, so I just I kind of thought that was interesting. And, um, you know, we don't always get into sort of like that side of of social issues. Um, I mean, we talked about like the autosexuals a few, yeah. a few weeks ago. Uh, it's good to talk about the dating game because, you know, we talk about things from time to time and I listen to talk to others as well. And it's. You know, just as the older you get to, it seems the the harder. It's a nightmare. It seems to be harder. It's a nightmare. Um, yeah, you. I think the area that I'm into doesn't help that. No, very much it either. Um, and uh, there's a part of me that's considering like remedying remedying that. Um, but all that all that to be said, it's it's an instance of like, you really kind of just have to learn how to put yourself out there. And mm-hmm. you have to know what you want, right? And so, like, even if you have, you're fine with kind of like these these crazy act, like dating these crazy activists or whatever. At least you know what you want. Like, go after what what you're looking for, yeah. and and kind of try to stick to your standards. Um, like, I'm 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 I've been clear about this on dates that I've gone on with women, where I'm like, look, like, working out, being healthy, like, it's a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you know, the kids need like kids or you or whatever wouldn't, I need you to be in the gym all the time or whatever. But it, it's one of the things it's like, if you're not taking care of yourself, like it's going to bug me. Yeah. Uh, because I don't, I don't want the kids to like grow up unhealthy and like see us eating fast food all the time. And, and it caught, you know, um, I, I think that there, there's a need for a lot of those things. Cause I think it's good for your health across the board. Um, it's good for discipline. Um, and, and it's been one of those things I'm pretty sure I haven't gotten second dates because of that. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like all right yeah it's it's just the way that it goes um, you know who isn't getting any dates right now who Brittany Grimes <laughs> <laughs> Brittany Griner <laughs> uh, yeah I uh, can you fix her name in the show notes <laughs> is it Griner okay it's that's Griner. what I thought I was like yeah. I thought it was Griner but I'm like maybe he's right <laughs> yeah no no it's Griner um, so this has been something that's been going on for a little while. She got sent. We've talked about it before. Brittany Griner went to Russia. She's been playing basketball in Russia for a number of years, and she got caught with uh, marijuana pods for her vape. Yeah, I think is the correct term. Forgive me if I if the lingo isn't isn't quite right. But as far as I'm aware, that's that's what happened. Um, they arrested her, and she was just sentenced to nine years in Russian prison. And that was a whole political sentencing right there. I yeah, I'm I'm sure that's because the case. of the current situation. I thought she was yeah. getting out because of the. I thought they were giving, you know, Russian the the you know, the arms, arms dealer, dealer. the guy, yeah, the Lord but, of War guy. <laughs> yeah, but apparently 
not. And it's funny just because of the hypocrisy of there. Sorry. First off, there's tens of thousands. I think there's 324,000 to be exact, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, people arrested in the U S for, for weed. Right. Yeah. A Check lot. Me. It's a lot. It's, it's Brittany, massive. Brittany Griner would not be tweeting about any of us if we were locked up for weed here in America, right? More than likely she wouldn't be. I, I Yeah. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, if someone can point us to like her talking about that, that would be, hey, maybe maybe when she gets out, that'll like change she her. Will. That'll change her. And she'll be like, man, uh, this shouldn't be a thing anywhere. Um, but it's this is the, yeah. And we're, we're going to talk about this because I think Maj Torre said this very, very well. Um, and I'll play the clip in a second. Um, but okay. I, I, I think that, it was just so interesting to me seeing the right in particular who was, you know, they're supposed to be about, they, they claim, right, that they're about liberty, that they're about freedom, that they're about all these things. You know, it's like Russia's supposed to be like the enemy right now. Mm-hmm. So this is the, the, the perfect sort of like, this is like a, a, the softest kick in, in yes. kickball, right? Like you're getting an underhanded uh, ball thrown to you. And they're all just like, Haha, yeah, screw her. And it's like, y'all. She says she hated our country, so screw her. It's she. It's like yeah. the First Amendment is something that you you allege to care about, so she can say those things. Also, it's absolutely morally reprehensible to lock someone up for nine years for this yes, in another country. And yes, the current administration, you know, we knew it was coming at some point that they'd be like, "Oh, it's terrible that she did this." It's like, yeah, but you guys have done this. Your president and and your vice president have both are both guilty of doing this to people in our country um, for these, like, nonviolent offenses. And so it's like, you have no room to speak. Uh, also, if you want her out, like, what are what are you doing about the rest of this? And obviously, they don't care. It's the political class. They're not listening to the, the plebs. Um, anyway, but Machore has some, some good advice about this, I think. So we're going to listen to this. Brittany Grun is just arrested and sentenced to nine years in a Russian jail for cannabis. It's going to be a lot of discussion about it, but the more important thing is how we discuss about it to gain more people to our side of the aisle. That's the reality of the situation. So if you're conservative or libertarian or independent and right now you're just yelling and laughing about ha 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 ha, she hates America, she deserves this, nine years for cannabis, one, it's contradictory and it's not in alignment with conservative or libertarian or independent values and extreme leftists will paint you as, see, those guys are racist to moderates that happen to live in leftist cities. And if we're talking about political wins, that's what we need. Messaging and PR is very important. So I'm gonna give you guys a way to explain this in a manner while you maintain your integrity of conservative, libertarian, or independent ideology without repulsing the demographic that we need more of these ideologies in. So you say, as a conservative, libertarian, independent, I disagree with this outcome. I understand that Brittany Griner made a decision of her own. She's being held to her own actions. And I also don't think that she should have been traded for an international arms dealer. However, this is an example of what happens when governments are based in corruption, not limited government, not conservative values, not libertarian ideology, or no respect for individual rights. The nonviolent possession of cannabis should not land anyone in prison in America or abroad for nine years. That is a travesty of justice. We understand that Brittany Griner may be on a different end of the political spectrum, but as an American, we stand on our principles of you ingesting a thing should not send you to jail. Because of that, we send love and condolences to her family because having her removed from them for nine years, again, is an injustice. This is what happens when governments are based in 
overreach and not individual liberties. That's how you articulate that point by giving a lesson, maintaining your integrity, maintaining your standard of your value system while exercising empathy. And it's going to be very difficult for extreme leftists to paint you to people that want to hear you as the racist. Stop giving the other side alley-oops because you want to dunk mm -hmm. on the left or just pander to your base. Pandering is wrong both ways. We don't pander to the extreme left and we don't pander to our own base. Be safe, be solutionary. Yeah, no, he hits it on the head. I think so many conservatives, the left too, but in this context, we're talking about conservatives are so focused on owning the other side or pandering, as he mentioned. Yeah. And so it's, they lack that awareness, the wisdom, the integrity, and the empathy to adhere to their own values. Yeah. And he said, great, so there's really not anything I can add. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I liked it so much. I was like, of course. He's he's always very uh, on point with his messages, yes. um, which I appreciate, and very to the point. All right, so this next clip I thought was really interesting. I don't know if we ever talked about the original context behind this clip uh, that I'm going to play, but uh, Elizabeth Warren, like a month ago, give or take, was talking about how a bill needed to be passed through um, the the House and Senate, making USB chargers like making it a law that all USB chargers have to be universal. Oh yeah, and it's dumb on a number of levels, right? First of all, you shouldn't have in in a in a free market. Uh, you shouldn't have the ability to make that decision for people. Like that's not why you exist, and this is what's always so frustrating about her in particular um she has i think I, did we talk about this i think she has like the worst takes yes of just about anyone anyone in the government yes uh she's super like she's super anti-bitcoin this thing um, now david are you you're racist against native americans is that why you don't like senator warren yeah clearly and y'all find out thursday just how true that is uh when we talk about prey <laughs> um no i i, I just I, i'm always flabbergasted by her being so consistently off point yes with all of her talking points i'm like who is your base who is going seeing this like USB, like, oh, we should make all USBs universal. Like, we should force all of these, uh, you know, companies. You want me to tell you this. what it is? Huh? You could put a, it's like Nancy Pelosi said with her district. You could put a cup of water on the ballot and put a D beside it and it would get elected. That's fair. Yeah. Cause it's the same thing for, um, quite a few people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think so, that's the case with her as well. Anyway, I, I just thought this was like a, a, an interesting little lesson in, uh, why it's probably not a good idea to have one specific unit like one specific design for univ like universally for chargers USB-C was supposed to save us from the every device uses a different cable problem. What went wrong? Look, I love USB-C connectors. I love the symmetry. I love how they look. And yes, tons too, of phones and laptops have moved to using USB-C. With one notable exception. This is really exciting. One cable that fits everything. Until you realize that all of these cables look the same, 
but are not the same. Some will charge your device but not transfer any data. Others will charge your smaller device but not your larger device. Some work as monitor cables, others don't. Some can transfer up to 40 gigabytes per second. Others can only do five gigabytes per second, which is a huge difference if you're actually trying to move large video files. <sighs> Okay. On top of that, some companies have added their own proprietary tech into these USB-C cables. Apple loves that proprietary tech. Even as a bona fide nerd gearhead, I still find myself deeply frustrated by this. I mean, just look at this ridiculous chart. Uh, so, maybe going from this to this wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. You yeah, so it's... It, 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 it has problems yes. doing things like that. Um... It's already hard enough that it's almost been USB C has almost been completely universally accepted, but the cables don't all do the same thing. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I've run into that. I think Nintendo actually has like proprietary tech in their USB C cables because uh, you you can't transfer data with them. Um, they don't charge everything. Like they'll charge some things, but not everything. It's it's so frustrating, dude. Um, so yeah, it, this is why that kind of thing and the government getting involved in that kind of stuff is not good not good um all right so do you want to set up this next this next clip oh yeah so me and david made a list we're we're famous now <laughs> um we're on the you know we are on our way to becoming global celebrities <laughs> that's the best way i can set up this clip okay all of them, of course, wearing masks, which is absolutely crazy in my opinion. Not as crazy as the U.S. federal government and the FBI recently declaring, according to new documents leaked by Project Veritas, that the Federal Bureau of Investigation classifies American citizens as potential militia violent extremists if they believe, believe in the principles of capitalism. Yes, and CAPS have been listed as a targeted group as well as other individuals who believe in the Gadsden flag, who believe in the Second Amendment, who believe in the Bill of Rights, who the FBI accuses of all representing symbols, images, phrases, events, and individuals that the Federal Bureau of Investigation should look after because, God forbid, people talk about principles of liberty, personal responsibility, and also capitalism. Gee whiz! Oh no, we're talking about free markets? We're allowing people to barter? We're allowing people to freely trade and to commence commerce? <laughs> Crazy goes the Federal Bureau of Investigations and the FBI agents watching every move, which is absolutely unhinged, crazy, and insane. ANCAPs are, are listed, a part of this group. Anarcho-communists that, that, that clearly do create violence, do burn down buildings, do attack and harass journalists, beat them up, are not seen as a threat, but but ANCAPs that are that are predominantly nerds who talk about capitalism are this is this is absolutely insane, crazy, and shows you the downward spiral that this country is headed into, as of course with this latest FBI news, we also have a coordinate So yeah. Uh, you know who wasn't on that list though, interesting enough, right? Who? The Patriot Front. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm surprised like they didn't have like MAGA on there or like some sort of There's a picture of Trump. Yeah. <laughs> That's just his face. <laughs> just a picture of the MAGA hat. Yeah. Like the red MAGA oh, hat. Man. I was I was trying to find I think <laughs> that'd be funny if they had like the American flag on <laughs> They basically did. Yeah, they essentially the Betsy Ross yeah. flag. 
the Gatson flag, the ANCAP flag. It's so funny, too, because I, I can't remember. <laughs> They're uh, totally being used politically. Oh, man. I mean, uh, obviously, they would be in Obama's third term because Obama did it in his first two terms as well. Used the IRS and FBI politically. And then all these people, all these Democrats just voted yes for the uh now they're sending it to the house now but just voted yes for the uh to increase the irs uh-huh. agents by eighty-seven thousand, and they declined an amendment that would have only utilized those eighty-seven thousand for people who made four hundred thousand dollars or more yeah uh yeah it's they're they're going after the middle class pretty hardcore Yep, and um, I actually have this from the IRS.gov. Here we go. Uh, this is the IRS 2020 data table of audits that they did, right? So no total positive income, 128000 basically. I'm going to round up or down. $1 to 25000 313000 25000 to 50000 annual income, 147000 and then if you made 50 to 75, 123, 75 to 100,000, uh, 76,000, 100 to 200, 160. Basically, once you get to uh, between 500,000 and a million, it starts to go way down. And then yeah. it goes even more, goes even, even further down the higher you get. So, yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna be like making no money. Yeah, basically gonna be working for free. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I, it's just uh, that's why I always get that audit defense, and just in case, you know, good idea. Yeah, I always do every year. I do my taxes. Uh, I get the audit defense because it's like I don't want to worry about this crap. <laughs> well, um. I uh, I generally don't like uh, Mr. Ted Cruz all that much, uh, but I did. I I can't pass up anytime anyone's going to uh, absolutely trash the FBI. Mm. Um, it just you know it, it makes my heart oh, just yeah. a little bit warmer. Um, sleep a little bit better at night knowing that someone railed on them. Um, and uh, so I just wanted to play this clip real quick. Uh, that is uh, Ted. Uh, going after the the head of the FBI, I actually have some criticisms of this too, because um, again, it is politicking. Mm-hmm. You know, he's never gonna like Ted Cruz is not going to push hard into this because he, he well, whether he really believes it or not, um, he puts on the persona that he believes the FBI is like an upstanding organization, um, yeah, that cares about this com- country. So, you know, he only goes so far, uh, but still, um, I thought at the very least it 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 was kind of nice to see. So. Director Ray, I'm deeply concerned that the FBI and the Department of Justice have become thoroughly politicized. I think this is a problem that began during the Obama administration. I think it metastasized with career officials during the Trump administration, and I think it continues and is even worse today under the Biden administration. I don't believe you personally reflect that politicization, but I think you've been unwilling to root it out and unwilling to hold people accountable for the politicization i hear regularly from fbi agents and from professionals at the department of justice who are dismayed that our law enforcement has been weaponized and politicized rather than remaining apolitical as it has been for the history of our country 
Yesterday, it was reported that Project Veritas had obtained a copy of an FBI training material, which listed various symbols and themes which, in the FBI's estimation, were indicative of, quote, militia violent extremism. Now, these symbols weren't things like the Ku Klux Klan or the Nazi Party, which I do want to say one thing that I think is really funny. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, oh. I'm here. Okay, so with the militia thing, right? Uh-huh. What is needed in order to have a militia? That's a good question. Like just in I general, think they have a specific definition. Okay, but like I'm not even talking like specific like specifics. Like what? Yeah. What is required in order to have? I gen- I generally think when I think of a militia, if I was to define it, would it be an army? Or some sort of fighting force, right? That so, what do you need? Is a body of citizens okay. organized, right? A, a collective. Yes. What is something that ANCAPs are constantly talking about? Individual. Yes. It has nothing to do with militias. Like, it's not that they don't like. It's not that ANCAPs don't believe in, like collectives as a, mm-hmm. it, it's more of the idea that collectivism has a has a tendency to be very bad yes uh, because that's whenever Mob you rule. mobs yeah whenever you have groups of people get together and all of them are thinking the same way you know a la the federal government and they're pushing for certain things like wars across the world um you know any of these that you know the, an organization that essentially uh, puts a gun to your head and says you need to give us taxes so that we can continue to exist um, is like it's that kind of stuff. Where it, after a while you see that like too much collectivism is a cancer on society. It's yes. not that like a, a, a collective of people who go to church on Sunday uh, who all believe the same thing are a problem. It's when that collective decides that they want to start a war on another group of people. You know, it's like that's when things start start going wrong. So I just it, it just hit me right now that that's a case that's like of all the things up there and the fact that they're calling it militia violent extremism. When a lot of the time you talk to anyone who falls into that like libertarian or like ANCAP realm, most of them are like, I just want to be left alone. Yeah, like that's what it comes back to. So I just I, I find that funny. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, for it my, is it yeah. is pretty funny. Naturally, would be symbols of that. But instead, they included, rather astonishingly, patriotic symbols of our nation and our history. At least he called us patriotic. Included on this list is the Betsy Ross flag. Now, that's fairly remarkable that the Betsy Ross flag in the FBI's indication is indicative of violent, uh, militia violent extremism, because among other people who have been publicly alongside the Betsy Ross flag, we have President Barack Obama who was sworn in directly underneath two Betsy Ross flags. But it's not just President Obama. We also have President Biden, who was sworn in the big under arrows. Betsy Ross flags. Yeah, right. <laughs> not just the Betsy uh. Ross flag. Also on this list is the Gadsden flag as a symbol of violent extremism. Now, the state of Virginia has a license plate for the Gadsden flag, as do many other states. I think people would be astonished to find that having that license plate, the FBI indicates 
that you're a violent extremist. Also included on this is a text that I was particularly struck is the Gonzales battle flag. Come and take it. As indicative of being a violent extremist militia. Well, I will self-report right now that every day in the Senate I wear my boots that have the Gonzales battle flag on the back of them. Director Ray, what are y'all doing? This makes no sense. Do you, do you agree with this FBI guidance that the Betsy Ross flag and the Gadsden flag and the Gonzales battle flag are signs of militia violent extremism? Well, Senator, I, I'm not familiar with the particular document you have behind you, uh, and I'm not in the practice of trying to comment on documents that I haven't uh, recognized, but I will tell you that when we put out intelligence products, including ones that reference symbols, which we do across a wide variety of contexts, we usually uh, make great pains, take great pains to put uh, caveats and warnings in the document that make clear that a symbol alone is not considered evidence of violent extremism uh, and it's well but director ray you don't include things like antifa you don't include things like black lives matter instead you identify patriotic americans as suspect and i would note there's a pattern of this as you're okay so that's pretty much it um yeah. solid point i mean not including antifa I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it seems and what's really one way. Yeah, and I wish that he had. Um, I, I this is the one thing that bugs me about Ted. Um, he doesn't go into a lot of detail because, like, the first line of the summary of this is the following symbols are used by anti-government or anti-authority uh, violent extremists, specifically militia violent extremism. So the other thing that needs to be uh, mentioned is that one of the primary print principles of libertarianism or and, and ancaps fall into this uh is the nap the non-aggression principle yep like we're not coming after anybody nope like he's not probably, at all yeah and the other thing that bugs me so much about this is that and, and i wish that ted cruz had actually gone after him for this this guy's the director of the fbi and his response is well i'm not aware of this document why aren't you aware when you're the director exactly you run the show. So you're ineffective at your job. Yeah. Are they doing this behind your back? Would you be able to say that if this had like come out publicly? It's yeah. unbelievable. It's so it just, really it's is. so ridiculous, man. I mean, it, it, I don't I it do agree with that on one thing. It's like what are they doing over there? What what are they doing in It's in funny that? how he says that the FBI was never used politically before in the past i know like, yeah he was like <laughs> before the obama administration i'm like bro come on bro come yeah. and that's why i'm saying i was like he is not it, it there's a lot of politicking there's a persona that gets put on as the tough guy as the guy who's coming after the fbi or whatever yeah. it's like but they 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 see this stuff as still being necessary um and i think the tide has changed on a lot of these alphabet agencies uh, with the common people, and so yeah. the one thing, that, yeah, the one thing that I would hope is that when we get some new, we get some new blood uh, up, you know, on the hill or whatever, that maybe we get to see a little bit more of that. Maybe things get a little wild. It'd be, it'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah. okay. So, did you want to talk about this thing? The uh, is this the oh yeah, so the cop versus the Fed. 
the civilian pulled a IQ 200 move on this ATF agent who was there to serve uh, to, I guess, her husband, her boyfriend or whoever. Yeah. You purchase a shotgun and was following up with him to question about his background check or the shotgun or something. And so this is the video of that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to show you a video that is probably going to make chicks pregnant. So there's a crazy video of the ATF going to a house and the ATF is like, Hey, you know, uh, you bought some guns is we need to see if you still have them because a straw purchase, a complete violation of your second amendment, your fourth amendment, and just, you know, basic common sense and humanity. Here's where the ATF agents, they go to one dude's house and uh, the dude goes, Oh yeah, I'm going to go get it. Hold on a sec. Closes the door, calls the cops. He goes, I, there's somebody out here pretending to be a cop who wants to see my guns. And that's how you get this confrontation <laughs> right here. Hey, turn around. Let me see your hands. Turn around. Let me see your hands. Okay, let me see your hands. I need to see some ID. Get on the ground. Get on the ground now. Get on the ground. Get on the ground now. I'm a federal agent. 9171 10 I'm a federal agent. Get on the ground so I can find out who you are. It ain't happening. This is how you get shot. I got my ID. Do not reach for your waist. Keep your hands up. Why would I have an Oleg shit? Get your hands up. Get on the ground! Face down now! Face down! You guys are making a big mistake. You are the one making a mistake! And then he finds the seated. I get on the ground! I'm a federal agent! If that got you off, have a cigarette, get ready for round two because it gets way better. Wait a sec, do not resist. I'm not resisting. You're acting like a no, moron. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, don't do this. Wait a second. I got a medical condition. Get my license out of my pocket. Please. We're getting you secured for us. Please, please, wait. Don't go. Hold on, hold on. I'm hyperventilating. I can't breathe. I'm, I'm not. Stop resisting. Would you please get my ID out of my left pocket? Stop I'm resisting. You. My, my wife's pregnant. Please. My wife's pregnant. Where did that come from? Yo, get your taser out. My taser Get your taser out, Joe. No, don't do that. The car. Don't make me. Oh, oh, don't do that. Okay. Here. Get him cuffed. Get him cuffed. Don't tase me, bro. I'm a federal agent. Oh, fuck you, Patriots. That win. Somebody show me Nancy Pelosi's floppy tits. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. What? Yeah, that's this big IQ. I wasn't move. expecting that last yeah. part about Nancy Pelosi, but, uh, man, that video, dude, that citizen pulled an IQ move right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. We should have ended with that one. Anyway, uh, I, I put another link in the show notes. Um, I'll just mention this real quick that uh, the U.S. is stealing st uh, oil from Syria, <laughs> and uh, uh, from what I could find, this has been going on for a really long time. Like we consistently do this. I say yep. we, but the the government is consistently stealing oil from Syria. Uh, and there were a couple other things that I I left out this week, uh, like internationally, like um, Zelensky is asking uh, Xi Jinping for help rebuilding Ukraine mm -hmm. and to make it part of like the Belt and Road Initiative. And I'm just like, oh, boy. Uh, you know, it just kind of yeah. goes back to, like, I don't know what's going on with the U.S. government, but it, it's one of those moments where it's just like, y'all, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> nope. Dude, we keep sending money over to Ukraine, too. Yeah, there just... was there was this great story about a guy who won, like, $1.4 billion in the lottery, right? 
and they took 65% of it and and it's it it's probably more irony than anything but then like 2 days later the house passed a bill to send like nearly the amount of money that was taken from this guy from the lottery over to Ukraine <laughs> so wow. i yeah it was just like wow that's that's a coincidence yeah right <laughs> Anyway, did you have anything else you wanted to add before we close out? No, people, I know that things are tough in this country right now, but... I need some American music playing in the background while you're saying this. (laughs) (laughs) But I was just going to say, you know, one of the things that me and David are, we're Christians too. And so, man, people just turn to Christ, you know, uh, put your trust in him and and, and have some peace because it's really getting, you know, don't get so consumed by your political positions too yeah you know i think one of the problems is is that one of the main things with our social and entertainment episodes is that obviously we're pointing things out culturally in our social ones and social episode and then in our entertainment episode it's uh, we don't need when we're critiquing movies and films we don't need politics in those like to where the agenda is pushing the storytelling either way but obviously since it's a leftist agenda that's controlling hollywood and so you know when it just consumes who you are it just kind of makes people miserable to be around it, it really does dude I, I like i was telling you before I, one of the things i've noticed and this this is, can definitely go both ways it's just been more recent with uh with lefties it's like get a hobby like yes it, get, get something in your life that isn't just the news and politics and whatever else do do something some yeah do something that's gonna put a smile on your face or like whatever because it, it is just not worth the constant uh like stress that i've seen people under because they're worried about these different things and i don't know like we we talk about it a lot but you know maybe maybe learn from somebody who's got a different perspective than you mm-hmm. on some of this stuff um, you know, listen to some people who, um, just like disagree with you or whatever. Because then, yeah. t- t- let, let me tell you, like I do quite a bit of listening and did a, quite a bit of listening to people last week, and it was just like whoa. And it, yep. it was at a point where I was like, I feel like if I tell you how I really feel about all of this, it's going to massively hurt our relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, I, a lot of times, I'm just like, I'm just gonna stay quiet. Hopefully, you never find this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Just yeah. you know, find peace, people. I had a I had a lady uh, like last day that we were there. We were talking about um, like education or whatever, and I was telling her that I um, I'm like I I just I don't think I would have gone to college if I was like an 18 year old right now. I was like, there's too many yep. opportunities to do other things, and this t- kind of stuff, especially that I was interested in at 18. And so we were like going through all that. And then she goes, yeah, I think that they need to have like a more comprehensive civics class and they need to like, and she didn't say force, but I'm going to say force because that's what she really meant um, to force these kids into like um, some sort of like boot camp or, you know, it's this whole thing where, you know, people are like, oh, they need to serve like two years in the military. And I'm like, well, you're forcing people to do that rather than living their lives. So like, no, first of all. Um, But she was also talking about they need to learn how to vote correctly. And like, she wouldn't say what she meant by that, but we all know what she meant oh yeah Um, so there was a lot of that going on it was and i'm just like listen i i was oh i was like okay yeah i was like okay that's basically 
my response because I'm like, one, I'm on vacation. Two, you're just not. You, even if I tell you, I, I I imagine that you are going to cut your your listening off the minute I talk about rolling back the state. Like, I, I know where it's going, and it's so funny. It's like because and we talk all the time about how stuff's two sides of the same coin with like statism. Um, it's like you have the left and the right and there's a lot of things that they don't agree with morally or ideologically or uh, philosophically whatever the case may be but at the end of the day what it really comes down to with both of those groups is it's like I want to force my like philosophy on another group of people that disagrees with me mm-hmm. uh, and it's really it's just really interesting because it's like well in reality you could continue to believe that and live that way and the other side could as well and you wouldn't have to have these people forcing people to to live that way if the federal exactly. government didn't have that kind of power and that it, it, things went back to the states yep and then you know, even ahead. oh i was going to say and then it gets rolled back even further because it's like all right well maybe now the counties need to be the ones to decide what goes on in their county and not not the state itself um so anyway well i'll end with this i think this would be hilarious by the way is if obviously we prefer the libertarian candidate to win, but I think it'd be funny if uh, Trump, you know, is going through a trial for all this that you know his house got raided for today. Yeah, right. And then he gets elected in twenty twenty four, and then pardons himself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not, man? Oh man, that'd be hilarious. But yeah, I don't think. It, you know, I say I don't think anything's going to come of it. I don't think anything should come from it because it's going to be difficult to get a fair trial with someone who was the president. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, there's this guy. I just saw this tweet. It says, crazy idea. We need 87,000 libertarians to apply for the IRS as new agents. <laughs> then we sabotage them from within. Inside out. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Well, we would see. I don't know about how that would really go down, but I think that is funny. Well, anyway, um, I'm going to end it there. Thank you all for listening to episode 105 of The Underground. We will be back on Thursday talking about some Lord of the Rings news and Batgirl and the new Star Wars thing. Um, Civil War is coming. Yeah, and then the the, the Prey movie. We'll be talking about that too. So uh, thank you guys. And until then, y'all take it easy. Get ready for the Civil War. Politics ruins everything. Being patient with them, I try to. But you got room temperature IQ. Expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who got opinions not worth it's what's under my shoe. Y'all tripping on truth when we call it out. Cause y'all people as goofy as I'll get out. If y'all with them and not with you, I'd sit out. Cause every rapper's on the list now, mad at a pitch count. Flowing heaters like my souls beat up. No people focus on hoaxes in the shows he book. And I'm hoping to open doors and I got foes and such. But I know that I'll be opposing to the goal. I must start attacking. Ain't lacking my brains lashed in. Same way that I game is the same way of the backhand. All the pain that I bring up is like the bang to the Batman. I'm back cracking. Whack trends claiming they rap fans and backtracking. Give a crap about the what's his face. Only thing you out rapping is a sandwich at Subway. And y'all just so happen to welcome beef on my lunch plate. And you are a disaster and this can only go one way. And you're steady flashing guns in your music viz. And I know you do it for the fun, but what you doing is abusing every rule. Of course, you can use it quick. You're showing the world you don't know what you are doing, kid. Wow. Would you waste your time when you can be so much more, so much more, so much more?
one thing that I want you to see. It's everybody is ignorant. It's only when you speak on what you don't know you become slow and that ignorance crosses into stupidity. Yet I'm still spending my energy debating enemies that tend to be idiots, really inept politically, that don't have the depth or wit of me. Oh well, it'll be co-chance in hell, so riddle me this. How am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient? Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient. Opposing opinions make folks be belligerent. A cult and religious, so you know what's on CNN and vote what you told by the folks that gotta send this message. Oh, you a hypocrite and I'm in awe cause the diversity you advocate is not in thought. You get away with it cause you placed in a freaking chamber with echoes ringing, surrounded by a bunch of brainless. Your aim 